Welcome to My Business Guide, where we believe that small business should be simple and enjoyable. If you own or run a business, this podcast is for you. Each episode will give you fresh ideas and clear steps that you can take to grow your business and succeed. I'm Lockie, your guide, and today we're talking about how to delegate work to others effectively so that you can reclaim your time and enjoy more freedom in running your business. When a small business hits a growth ceiling and revenue starts to plateau, it's usually because the business owner has reached their capacity. They've simply run out of billable hours in the day while also trying to do everything else to keep their business running. If that sounds familiar, it's because it's quite common. Remember, most small businesses in Australia have less than four employees. So the business owner, the one who founded the business, is usually the point call for everyone and everything. Now, that can work for a season. But as you grow your business with other team members, if all future growth is relying on you alone, your business is limited. In other words, you are the bottleneck of your business. So there comes a point where we've got to get out of our own way and let go of a few things. We've got to bring more people on the journey with us and give ourselves that well-deserved break from doing everything ourselves. And trust me when I say this, if you don't, you may not have a business in the future at all. Small business burnout is real. And as a coach, I've seen it firsthand. In fact, I'm writing a book on it coming out soon. So if you're still listening, you likely agree that there's some things that you need to hand over in your business. Maybe you've hired a few people already. You've got a bookkeeper or an administrative assistant or some full-time staff in the operations of your business. Maybe you have an apprentice on board or even a business coach. Great job. Now, the best way to keep your business growing beyond you is by getting really good at and really comfortable with delegating. So how do we do that? Well, to start this process, you first need to understand what it is that you do best. In other words, what are your high leverage activities? I tell business owners to think about the 80-20 rule here, also known as the Pareto Principle which states that 20% of activities typically generate 80% of the results. So if you apply this to what you're doing every day in your business, what is the 20% of activities that generate 80% of the results? And when I say activities, I'm including tasks, meetings, responsibilities, commitments. You'll probably find that your 20% is more to do with working on your business than it is working in your business. For example, creating a new product or creating a system to sell that product. That's the 20% versus the fulfilling of the product orders, which would be the 80%, the doing of the work that follows the sale. So once you've identified your 20%, your high leverage activities, you're left with the 80%. And these are most likely the repetitive activities, the low value activities, or simply things that you're not good at, or that drain your energy and your focus away from the 20%. And here's something to remember with that. It's easy to manage your energy than it is your time. You can have a great schedule, but if you don't like anything on that schedule, you're probably going to find a way to sabotage it. (laughs) So if you wake up and all you've got to do is emails and bookkeeping and you hate doing that, you're going to find a way to waste the entire day on that. And when really you could have delegated those things to somebody else for less money per hour than your own rate and spent that day doing other high value activities and enjoyed doing that. 
Okay, so all that to say that delegation starts with some self-awareness of knowing what you need to focus on and then deciding what to delegate. Everything outside your, I would say, the 20%, the high leverage activity zone, consider it up for grabs. It could be delegated, it could be automated or eliminated. I've heard it said that micromanagers are just leaders who never delegate. It's true that we all gravitate towards wanting to be in control of our business. But in order to grow, we have to let go of what we've grown accustomed with. For example, being at the center of every decision that's made in our business. That's what makes delegation difficult for most people. But it's something we can acclimatize to. As we slowly delegate one task at a time, you get used to it and you'll start reaping the benefits of having more time to do what you need to do to do what you love. Okay, so how do we get good at delegating? Well, there are four simple rules to remember that will help you effectively delegate. Are you ready? Number one is to be explicit. And I'm talking about being explicit in how you communicate. Give clear instructions. Express your expectations in detail and define the end outcome that you want. The opposite of explicit communication is to be implicit, meaning you expect others to read your mind, to understand the full context of what you're saying and what not saying. And we've all done this and we know it doesn't work. And until Elon Musk invents some mind-reading device in some dystopian future, we need to communicate explicitly. Think about it this way. If even your spouse, the person who knows you the most of anyone else on earth, struggles to read your mind, then why would you expect your team members at work to be able to read your mind? It's just not going to happen. So as leaders, as managers, we need to communicate explicitly. Start thinking about how you're speaking to others, especially when you delegate and be explicit in your communication. Okay, number two is to give context. Don't just tell people what to do, explain why it matters. Communicating the why gives needed context to your team members to push through any difficulties or resistance that they face. Everyone wants to do meaningful work, but often we only communicate the what and the how we forget that the why is actually the most powerful motivator to accomplishing anything. This is simple, right? It's often the simple things that we forget to do, and that's why we need a reminder. So to help your team members push through the challenges to accomplish more meaningful outcomes, remember to give context by explaining the why. Why is this important? Why should we be motivated to do this? And what's at stake here? I've heard things said like, get it done because I'm the boss. Ah, now that's a lousy context. If you're a parent, you know that because I said so line, it doesn't work on your kids and it sure doesn't work on adults either. Again, people want to do meaningful work. They want to know why their work matters. And so we can empower them by giving them that context, giving them the why, and they will be motivated to push through any difficulties and get the work done. So that's the second rule to give context. Okay, after the break, you're going to learn the final two rules and get a plan of action. We're talking today about delegation, but what we're really talking about is leadership. Most business owners dream of leading a great team, but many of them don't get to that stage in their business because they haven't learned to delegate early on and they're still stuck in the day-to-day -day details of running their business. Look, I get it. I've tried to do it all myself and I've seen others try as well in our coaching business. It doesn't end well. The truth is we only have so much time in each day. 
So we need to learn how to delegate work so we can get out of the details and onto the bigger picture of growing and scaling our business. I'm actually writing a book on this topic. It's called Offload, How to Grow Your Small Business Without the Burnout. And it comes out later this year. I'll add a link in the show notes when it's available, but if you want to be the first to read it, head to leaderguide.com.au and subscribe. It's free. You'll be first to know about the book and first to know about our business tools and insights every month. Just head to leaderguide.com.au. Okay, the third rule for effective delegation is to assign authority. There are different levels of responsibility. Some tasks that you delegate require approval. Others don't. So you want to clarify the level of authority and therefore the level of responsibility that you're assigning to someone in order for them to accomplish that certain task or that project. We can't expect others to be responsible without giving them the authority to do their work in the first place. Now we glance at that word authority, but let's talk about it for a second. The word authority means the power or right to give orders. Now that power you assign is always in the context to the values, purposes and strategy of your business. So when you assign authority, you're essentially giving a person the right to carry the values, purposes of your business. And that's why we need trust in our business. And something amazing happens when we give trust to others. But if someone is operating outside of those values, then it's a sign to review and maybe even remove a level of authority because there's plenty of examples, especially in the media, of how that can end. When people in a company operate outside the authority, outside the organization's values and intent. So remember to assign the appropriate level of authority when you delegate that the person assigned can fulfill the work and be responsible for it. Okay, the last rule is to allow for mistakes. It's a great thing to pursue excellence, but don't expect perfection. Mistakes are going to happen. Part of life. Welcome to the club. Here's the thing. As leaders, We love to swoop in when there's a problem and be that hero that saves the day. But when we do that, we miss the whole point of delegation. And furthermore, our team doesn't actually learn how to navigate and resolve challenges on their own. So mistakes can be a gift for our team if we let them. This is one of the reasons why Mike Michalowicz says in his book, Clockwork, that you need a vacation from your business. But even more so, your business needs a vacation from you. In other words, your team members need you to not swoop in and solve their problems. So how do we change this? How do we stop trying to solve problems or fix mistakes? Instead, empower our team to learn from mistakes and resolve themselves. One of the answers is to coach them. When we learn to coach others on how to respond to and grow from mistakes and setbacks, this will do two things. Number one, it will instill massive confidence in your team and show them that you trust them. Number two, it will over time create a self-sufficient team that isn't always running back to you at the sign of every single problem. And that's the holy grail if you ask me. A self-sufficient team is a business that runs like clockwork and a business where the business owner is actually able to take a vacation without things turning into chaos. And when it comes to mistakes, remember this quote, and I think it was by Rory Vaden, who said, 80% done right by someone else is always better than 100% done right by you. And the reason for that is because you are limited. There's only one of you. So it's better to have it 80% done right by somebody else because that can scale. So mistakes, they're going to happen. Allow for them. Coach your team to respond to them. 
and grow and you'll have a self-sufficient team. Okay, here's a little bonus tip to finish on. Let's call it number five. And that is to follow up and give feedback. The biggest mistake people make when delegating work is that they don't follow up. They dump a task on someone and they walk out without leaving space for questions and feedback. So take the time to follow up and give feedback so that it doesn't turn into a headache later on. Make sure that person is heading in the right direction with the thing that you've assigned to them. And if they are, encourage them and affirm them in that. Okay, let's wrap up. The better you get at delegating, the more you can empower others to make decisions and the more your business can grow and reach its full potential. If you've been hesitating to delegate, make a decision to start today. You don't have to give up everything all at once. Just take it one step at a time and be patient with the process. Today's plan of action is this. Number one, figure out your high leverage activities. Use the 80-20 rule to do that. Number two is to create a list of everything you can possibly delegate or automate or eliminate. Number three is to find the right people to delegate to. And once you've done that, number four is to apply the four rules of effective delegation. So let's run through those again. They were to be explicit, to give context, to assign authority, and to allow for mistakes. And number five is to follow up and encourage your team. How much more? could you accomplish if you delegated, hmm, let's say half of what you're currently doing right now, or even a quarter of what you're doing right now? How much more revenue could you generate? How much more energy would you have to work on your business instead of in it? How many holidays could you finally take? What is one thing you could delegate today? I'll leave you with that. Thanks for listening to My Business Guide. Hit the follow button and share this with your friends in business. I'll see you again in two weeks time.